A reading from the third and fourth chapters of James. Who is wise and understanding among you? Show by your good life that your works are done with gentleness, born of wisdom. But if you have bitter envy and selfish ambition in your hearts, do not be boastful and false to the truth. Such wisdom does not come down from above, but is earthly, unspiritual, devilish. For where there is envy and selfish ambition, there will also be disorder and wickedness of every kind. But the wisdom from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, willing to yield, full of mercy and good fruits, without a trace of partiality or hypocrisy. And a harvest of righteousness is sown in peace for those who make peace. Those conflicts and disputes among you, where do they come from? Do they not come from your cravings that are at war within you? You want something and do not have it, so you commit murder. And you covet something and cannot obtain it, so you engage in disputes and conflicts. You do not have because you do not ask. You ask and do not receive because you ask wrongly in order to spend what you get on your pleasures. Do not speak evil against one another, brothers and sisters. Whoever speaks evil against another or judges another speaks evil against the law and judges the law. But if you judge the law, you are not a doer of the law, but a judge. There is one lawgiver and judge who is able to save and to destroy. So who then are you to judge your neighbor? I sincerely hope that there are those among you out there who, when you read the title of today's message, heard Alicia Silverstone in your head saying, ugh, as if. Her character, Cher, uses this phrase several times throughout the movie Clueless to convey something that absolutely, positively is not gonna happen. As if I would wear those shoes with that outfit. As if I would date someone who drives that car. For those of you unfamiliar with the 1995 film, it is based on Jane Austen's novel, Emma, and focuses on Cher, who is wealthy, beautiful, well-educated, socially powerful, and, you guessed it, totally clueless. She has a good education. She knows how to navigate the treacherous waters of the high school social scene. She knows which shoes go with which outfit, but she is totally lacking in wisdom, particularly the kind of wisdom that James espouses in his letter. For James, there are two kinds of wisdom. There is an earthly wisdom and a wisdom that comes from above. The unspiritual earthly wisdom is filled with envy and ambition. It is rooted in selfish desires. It is knowledge, 
but it is used for one's own benefit. Earthly wisdom, because it is based on our own cravings, leads to conflict with others. The wisdom from above, however, is rooted in a true and lasting faith. It is pure and gentle. It is peaceable, and it has no hidden agenda. It leads to a kingdom of peace and a harvest of righteousness. In case you haven't guessed already, this is the kind of wisdom we are supposed to pursue. But how do we attain this true wisdom? We need to hear, then understand, then embody and make manifest the word of God. Our words and our actions must stem from a deep and abiding faith in God and in his word. There is a lot of danger in living the clueless life. If we fail to understand our own inner desires, our own motivations, then we run the risk of wreaking havoc with our words and our deeds, even if we think that we are doing the right things for the right reasons. In this section of James's letter, he focuses very much on the intermingling of faith and works. For James, it is not only imperative that you have good works. They must spring forth from a strong and abiding faith, or those good works can lead to conflict and disorder. For it is only those good words and good deeds that are motivated by a desire to love God that draw us nearer to God. Yes, it is important for our words and actions to be guided by our faith in God. But that is not always easy. We know what is right, but we often fail to do it. How do we make our lives ample evidence of our Christianity? How do we get to the point where people will know we are Christians by the manner of our living? There is a therapeutic technique called acting as if. I'm going to simplify it greatly for you now, but the premise is basically that you act as if you are the person you want to be. Are you afraid of flying? Act as if you're not. Does public speaking make you nervous? Act as if it doesn't. Want to be happy? Act as if you are happy. Have you ever tried laughing yoga? <laughs> as I said, I have simplified the concept quite a bit, but you get the gist. So here's my wild idea for this morning. What if we acted like we were already good Christians, even though we sometimes know we fall short? Faith begets works, yes, but it is also true that actions can lead into a deeper faith. Chuck Yon spoke last week about how he just wasn't feeling it. He wasn't in the Christmas spirit this past year. Well, and then he went to the alternative Christmas gifts bazaar, and he found his Christmas spirit. He acted as if, in good faith, coming to the bazaar was the right thing to do, and it was. 
I myself, several years ago, went through a stretch of time when I just didn't feel like coming to church every week. There were some weeks when I stayed home, but I realized that this wasn't making things any better. So I decided to come to church, even though I felt like staying in bed and getting some extra sleep or getting some chores done at home. I, be I came because I had faith that that is what God wanted me to do with my Sunday mornings. Nothing beyond that. Just a belief that this is where I was supposed to be. And pretty much every week, something happened that would sustain me and lift me up, whether it was getting the chance to hold a baby, or a chance encounter with someone here that I wouldn't have had otherwise, or a beautiful piece of music moved me, or sometimes, if you can believe it, something was said in the sermon that would have an effect on me. <laughs> Being here every week strengthened my faith in God when I was struggling. Being in the midst of the body of Christ helped to heal and sustain me. I don't think I would have received those gifts if I had come to church out of a sense of obligation or feeling that I needed to see and be seen at church. My actions were rooted in my faith, even though I was struggling. This is not easy stuff, but we need to act as if, even when we don't feel it. But it's important not to act from a feeling of obligation or to feel as if we are required to do things, because that leads to chaos. Sometimes people acting as if can have far-reaching effects. I grew up in Massachusetts in the 60s and 70s during the time of court-ordered busing in order to desegregate the public schools. This happened all over the country, of course, but in Boston, it was particularly vicious. It was described by a reporter as a war zone, with white parents throwing bricks through the windows of buses carrying African-American students, children, to school. There was also court-ordered busing in Springfield, Massachusetts, where I grew up, but with a largely different outcome. Not that there wasn't racial tension in Springfield, there was and is, and an anti-busing majority which included the mayor. So what made the difference in Springfield? The US Commission on Civil Rights wrote a lengthy, in-depth examination of what happened in Springfield that year and came to the conclusion that there were several factors. First, there was a school superintendent who believed that all children should get a good education. And he simply worked from that belief. When the school committee refused to agree to his vision, he carried on making plans for the integration of the schools and a more equal school system, behaving as if his vision would be realized. There was also the media, both television and newspapers, which people actually read in those days, who decided to cover the story in a positive light, first explaining factually everything that would take place, but also emphasizing that this was going to be good for children. 
They didn't write stories or editorials about how dangerous this would be for the students of Springfield. They wrote stories about what benefits would come from all children receiving a good education. They acted as if everything would be all right. And lastly, when the Supreme Court decision came down that Springfield would have to implement uh, a forced busing plan in order to integrate its schools, the anti-busing mayor did not behave in a reactionary, volatile way that incited division and violence. A politician who acted in a mature and reasoned way. What a concept. <laughs> what he said was, this is the law and we obey the law. I am a law-abiding citizen. And so, busing started in Springfield, quietly and peacefully. Springfield was certainly not the only community in which local leaders sought to bring about positive change through positive words and actions. But it's a story I know. It's a story I lived through. I witnessed these leaders who knew the power of their words, who knew the power of their actions, and who also knew the power of the motivation behind their actions. They acted from a sincere belief that every child deserves a good education, and they used their words and their works to bring that about. What James calls us to do is not easy. To show by our good lives every day that our works are done guided by the gentle and peaceful wisdom from above. Our words and our works must emerge from the wisdom born of our steadfast faith. I know that I fall short on these things a lot of the time. Certainly my tongue could be better tamed. My pride could stand to be mitigated. I can be a little bit judgy. And I admit that sometimes I look at what others have and think, why don't I have that? I struggle to act motivated by a wisdom born of patient understanding and compassion, that wisdom from above. So what to do? I try to behave as if I'm a better person than I actually am, which is all I can do for now, in the hopes that I can speak and act my way into a new way of living, in the hopes that I can can speak and act my way into being a better person. So today, I shall behave as if this is the day I will be remembered, as if this is the day by which my life and my faith will be known. Today, I will behave as if. Amen. <laughs>